first reading was um, the main theme for this year's Spring Harvest. And that was it. Ephesians 3, 14 to 21. The main theme for Spring Harvest. How? Such a small thing. You know, Paul's prayer to Ephesians. And um, it was, the theme was immeasurably more. I always wanted to do this service. I've done this service, something like it at Lim. And I'll be to do it again this time. I missed time. I hope to be a bit better. <laughs> if I'm not, it's all okay. There's no pressure today. I mean, I won't, one year I was there, I've got Peter Walsh sat in the uh, congregation. And this year I've got two ministers sat in the congregation. So next year, there's probably about three or four. I think all the ministers from the area can just come here for a day off. You know what I mean? So that's all right. There's no pressure. The theme of spring yard is this. And it wasn't, it wasn't until I drove home from delivering the first aid course a while back that it struck me what my sermon was going to be about. And the word was immeasurable. Not a word we often use in our world. We tend to think we can measure just about everything. We have astronomers who think they can measure the size of the universe. It's a big place. A huge place. It's been going quite a while. Do you reckon the average age is probably 14,000 million years? Thereabouts plus or minus 100 million years or so. 14,000 million years. A long time. Big space. My day job, when I'm not doing first day trading, is about measuring things. I'm a project engineer. I measure progress as a job. I even have been known to design things, and measuring is always a good thing as designers. So we can measure things and get them roughly correct. Or at least correct enough for us to be able to fudge it afterwards. Right? Engineers are all about fudging things that don't fit. Anybody who's an engineer will say the major engineering tool is always how big, which size hammer am I going to use? Is it, if it has to be a small, a big hammer, or a very big hammer? Typical engineering. Paul talks about immeasurable. And this is coming from a Pharisee. This is coming from someone who thought he could measure it all. It's all rules and regulations. It all fitted in place. Paul talks about immeasurable. Something we can't measure or possibly even understand by our own reasoning. Something more than we can even imagine in any shape or form. You know, one night last May, and I'm a bit of a sad person there, so I watched general elections. One night last May, about 10 o'clock, I reckon David Cameron had the biggest shock of his life. The BBC announced exit poll results say victory. Not an unparliament. For years, for weeks and weeks, it was all 
It's going to be a long parliament. Who's going to make up the differences there? Blah, 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 blah. BBC comes in and says, exit poll says, Conservative majority. David Cameron must have gone, hang on. What was that? We're going to win. It's going to be a majority. What's happened to all the polls? What's happened to all the money that was spent on these polls? I said this, 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 this. How come it's failed? Nobody could have guessed that was what the result was going to be, the way it worked. The pollsters certainly didn't have to get a clue. It was that last poll, the exit poll, did it? But even the poll itself, if they had big enough computers and clever enough programmers, and it's all your software guys, all your IT chaps, was working well at it, we could get as a reasonable estimate. We perhaps could have got it right. It's difficult, but not immeasurable. Only God does immeasurable. And he wants to show us. Can we have uh, from Ephesians, the um, 17 again? Maybe 18. And I pray that you've been rooted in love. 18, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I pray that you being rooted in love and established in love may have power together with all Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how wide, and how deep is this love of Christ. May have power change up to understanding and to grasp it. Not just understand it, but to grasp it. How wide. This is a song, so wide, so high. We're going to sing it this morning, but we thought we don't love kids for the actions. But we know the song. How's it go again? So wide, so high. Can't go over it. So wide, can't get around it. So low, can't get under it. That's how big it is. We've got no grasp of it. Jesus' love is immeasurable. This love is massive. The Lord's only people to grasp how wide and how long and how wide and how deep is the love of Christ. I can tell you now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. About times in my life, he's answered my prayers in a way that has totally surprised me. And me, I'm an old person, not quite 60 yet. <laughs> I don't believe you're 60. <laughs> I'm just a mere 57-year-old sprog. I have a very difficult paper round. All right? Very difficult paper round. That's why I'm sort of old and greyish, yeah. A little bit about me. Things at times Jesus surprised me recently. And I'm going to, first thing I'm going to talk about is related to me dad. Now, those of you who remember me dad, Right, he died uh, not this October, last October. So, 15 months ago. We was expecting it. He had pneumonia, he had Alzheimer's, he's going to go. Still a pretty sad time. And I was desperately trying to find for him 
some music for his funeral. Not that he's going to notice it that much, but he wants to try and fit the music for his funeral. And I think there's, a, there's no way I'm going to find this particular track. My mum and dad had a film they saw 20 years beforehand. If I mention it, you probably won't even know what I'm talking about. This film's called Somewhere in Time. It's got a Superman, though it's not really Superman in place. It's a time travel thing. And it's a lovely story. It's about people being in love together, separated by 100 years. Gorgeous story. It's a theme tune. I didn't even know he did a theme tune. My mum and dad loved this film. My dad had it scripted on the plaque at the cemetery, which he died 15 years before him. But I've got to try and find that record. I've got to try and find that music somewhere in time. And I thought, there's no way. This is not going to happen. It's not going to be that easy to do. There's no way going to find this. So I find something else instead. You know, I'm driving back down from Warrington. And I get to a roundabout at the top here by the college. I, get, right, I, I find something. I'll have something else I can use. I said, actually, I've got time. He said, you've got time. This is God talking to me. He said, you've got time. Turn the car back. Get into Warrington. Go to the CD shop in the Golden Square, and you'll find it. But I don't know where it's called. I know it's called somewhere in time, but I've got no idea where I find it. It's off a compilation track. But I've got time. So I turned the car back. Drove back into Warrington, four miles away. Went to Golden Square, and I thought, right, I'm here. I'm in the Golden Square. The shop's over there. If you're with me, God, I'm going to find this CD. How wide, how high, how deep is your love for me? If you're with me, God, I'm going to find a CD. Get to a CD shop. It's a CD shop. There's millions and millions and millions of CDs. And I thought, there's no chance. But I look around. And I find various stuff. And I'm going, well, this will do. That'll do. This will do here. Yeah, all right. This will do. I'll pick this one up because I'm bound to find something on this. It's John Barry. I remember John Barry. I remember John Barry. Going down it. So, yeah, persuade this theme. No, I don't think so. Uh, Dancing with Wolves, Dancing with Wolves, that's a good theme, isn't it? That really gets you tearful, right? Number 18, the first side. Somewhere in time, main theme. How amazing is that? How astonishing is that actually taking place? Somewhere in time. Number eight, I thought, they must have wondered why I was crying in the shop. I thought, thank you. This is the day before I buried my father. He said, I'm with you, Ron. I'm holding your hand through this. This is not the end. This is how big, how wide, how wide my love is for you. I'm with you in this. Don't worry, sunshine. Another quick one. It was a few months after my dad's death. This time of year, actually. This time last year, I was looking forward to Possibly an extended break from work. Unscheduled, unplanned break from work. I finished up being nearly two months at work. I'm a freelance engineer. And my car had to go in to be repaired. I took it to repair. He says, it's making a bit of a noise. He says, all right, and the clutch isn't working. Says, ah, clutch. Could be a clutch job. Go in there, says, 
chap and take a breath. He says, well, it's a clutch. Right, okay, we think it could be a clutch. We could be a clutch. Only we're going to find out in this, this big transverse engines is we're going to take the gearbox out. I'm going... I can see it clicking. Take the gearbox out. And it could be a clutch. And if it is, and if it's a clutch, it's probably the flywheel as well. I'm going, right, okay. I'm at work. Anchor. So how much going to cost me? Could be as high as two and a half thousand pounds. It's a little joy. Thank you. I'm out of work and I've got a two and a half thousand pound bill for a car. This is going to be going on well. Okay. What about me extended warranty? Oh, it's a clutch it's wearing, sir. goes in there and the guy says, there for a day or two, so we'll see if we can get, see if we can get it down to me for you. See if we can reduce this bill. And I prayed to God over it. I said, so, Lord, just something off it would be helpful. Some discount. <laughs> will be helpful. Some discount will be helpful, Lord. So I ring up at the phone and I says, yes, Mr. Gamble, here's your clutch. And here's your flywheel. However, we think the flywheel could have caused the clutch to go. If that is the case, then it's not wear and tear. And we can cover it under warranty. It says, so how much would it be? It would cost you the first hundred pounds. So I'm going, hang on a minute. Can you give me that again? It costs you the first hundred pounds. So it's due for some more tea as well. We'll throw that in. <laughs> What's the answer? We'll throw it in. The first hundred pounds. And what my reaction was, God, I didn't ask for this. I just asked for something off. I just asked for a bit of a discount. I just asked for a bit of an indication that you win me. It says, yeah, and I give you that. Don't you know? How wide, how long, and how deep is my love for you? Don't you know that? I want to go to the um, second reading. And... Um, I'm trying to think what should be in there. Yeah, 25 and 26, please. 26. 25 says, To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal? Says the only one. And 26, please. Lift up your eyes and look up to the heavens. You created all these. He who brings out the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name. Right. Come to slide, next slide, the uh, photograph one. Can you turn, someone turn the light out for a sec? Here's my dear, my uh, Mr. Cox. That's from me talk. Okay, give me dreams. Give me dreams, eh? This photograph was taken, this is his birthday. This photograph was taken over 10 days. December the 18th to December the 28th, 1995. This is 20 years old. 
There's the moon, and all those nice little stars and things in the background there. You see a little red, little red square in the corner? That's to give it the, this give the idea of the size. This photograph is taken by a Hubble telescope. And this is called, in its proper name, Hubble Deep Field. The Hubble Deep Field photograph. It took 10 days to take it. They chose the darkest part of the sky they could find. It's location where they took a shot from. There are only 20 locations they could choose. They went to the darkest sky they could find and above the galactic mean, so there was less cloud, less, less dust in the way. And this shot was taken in Ursa Major. Now, those of you who don't know Ursa Major, what's Ursa Major again? It's Greek. Big Bear. We know it's a plow. Ursa Major. The darkest sky they could find. And that little square is the percentage of the sky they're looking at. I have in my hands here a tennis ball. Thank you very much, John, for finding a tennis ball for me. That area, the sky, the same sort of area as that tennis ball when viewed 100 metres away. So that's from here to way past the front of the shop. How long is this building? 50 metres? Twice the length of this room, this building. A tennis ball. It's one twenty-fourth millionth of the total area of the sky. How little square? One twenty-fourth millionth of the total area of the sky. And those objects there, there's three thousand of them. And they're galaxies. 3,000 galaxies in a, square, in a size that big when viewed 100 meters away. And the oldest one in the area is 12 billion light years away. To give you a clue. A long way. Big place. And what does Isaiah say? Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host, one by one, and calls forth each of them by name. Those are galaxies. Those aren't stars. Each one's galaxies could have 100,000 million stars inside. There's 3,000 in that little square, 124 million foot sky. That's the universe we've got. That God created for us. And he takes time out from looking after this. Looking after this universe. This God creator of the universe to help me find a CD. So how deep is his love. How measurable is he? That's how deep it is. He's that deep and he's that wide and he's that long for us. They can do all this. They can look after this place, a universe, and still find time out to look after my issue. So, still find time to say, Ron, turn the car around that roundabout and go back to the shop. 
But I finally see Nephi. What an amazing job we've got. Are we amazed? We should be. This is bigger than you ever could imagine. This is, the word I'm looking for is, immeasurable. Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> Can we have uh, an Isaiah again? Uh, 28, please. Right, this is Isaiah. This is Isaiah 40. And we all know Isaiah 40, our melody for Isaiah 40, 31. The really nice one about flying like wings like eagles. This is mentioned twice, that phrase. And here's a reading for you. I want you to find out this week. Whereabouts else in Isaiah 40 is that similar statement made before? That statement, do you not know? Have you not heard? Is mentioned twice in Isaiah 40. So there's your thing this week. Go and find out where that is. I became a Christian about getting towards 30 years now. And when I started reading the Bible, I come across this Isaiah 40. And the first time I read that, I'd have brought down in tears. Those words floored me. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The first time it's mentioned this also says, was it not told you in the beginning? That's how big his love is for us. He's bigger than we think. He truly loves us more than can we even imagine. Immeasurable, really. Thank you very much.